Somerville, all hail, or the alums know the real way we used to sing it. The long-awaited reunion episode, part one. So many memories, it's a two-parter. This summer, the wittiest person in the class of 1981, over 750 graduates, thank you, went to my 40th high school reunion in Somerville, South Carolina. It's crazy, everybody was so much older than I was. And I was so much cooler. They all remembered. I talk about how the teenage Tony processed the South and how the grown-up Tony reconciled it. I pay tribute to the holy trinity of high school crutches. Invite the most well-known alum of that year, Perry Kuda, to come on the podcast. Come on, Perry. I was also crowned king of the dance floor. I mean, I would have been if that was a thing. We talk about shark's teeth, grits, and southern hospitality, which is a real thing. Shout out to Jamie at the Waffle House, Blake at Hyman's, and congratulations to Bryn and Nigel, a couple we met in the lobby after their wedding. They all get mentions and stories in this episode. I went on a diet, bought some Rogaine and wrinkle cream, and held my stomach in for a 48-hour trip down memory lane. So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. We said y'all in Chicago. I don't remember saying y'all. Y'all said y'all. I didn't say y'all. You said y'all. I never said we all said y'all. No. Yes. I said you all. I mean, I'm sure that all of you have the most amazing stories. That, that was a great joke. That people were like, that was a good one. No, if we like, the court. Oh, He's got boy. no nose. The basketball court <laughs> lost its nose. So now it's Voldemort. Story, story, let's hear another story. Story, story, that one was just sad. The underlying thing, which we'll get to later, was it was so much better. I mean, it really was better. And I'm cool now. Right, I'm so right, much. Right. <laughs> I'm so much cooler than I was then. I don't want to be that guy forever. <laughs> I want to be cool, Tony, forever. <laughs> I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and this is Tony on the Mic. Today, I'm going to take a trip in time, back to the 70s slash 80s, and back to the South Carolina days. I went to my 40th high school reunion. 40 years I graduated 40 years ago. You're old like a fossil. I'm old. And uh, helping me navigate today, my brother BJ. Say hey to the folks, BJ. Hey, I remember you 40 years ago. Yep. <laughs> I knew I knew you 40 years ago. I was a jerk 40 years ago. You think so? I don't know. It's just funny. You look back at all the cringeworthy things that you do in your life, and you're like, ugh, if I could redo that. Ugh, if for I sure. could redo that. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, especially the things that you you think are so cool, and then you look back, <laughs> and it's just not that There's, cool. Yeah. It's a long list of stuff that yeah. it's just like, that was not... <laughs> Yeah. As cool as I thought right. it was. Or... Right. How stupid could I be? <laughs> Apparently, there was no limit. There it's, was no yeah. limit to the stupidity. Well, my high school reunion, uh, to catch the folks up, you'll know most of the history, is I grew up in Chicago, uh, essentially K through eight, moved to South Carolina right before high school, and went to a new school. Now, there's also little dynamics at work. They had an intermediate high school, ninth and 10th grade, was in an entirely separate campus from 11th and 12th grade so everybody a year ahead of us at least us was we you know the cool kids because every time they went to intermediate before we went to intermediate so we came and they all knew what was right. up. they went to high school before we went to high school so you know the cool kids were always a year ahead well this year with covid in 2020 they didn't have a reunion so they combined us 
with, and the cool kids with eight with what 1980 80 and 81 okay yeah they even branched it out a little bit and had they had they opened up to a lot of people I, a couple 79s were there i think there was an 82 but we shunned them uh they get they can have theirs next year i was mad at that at first like the idea of kind of combining multi-classes yeah but uh i'm not anymore i mean it's just you had a lot of friends that were across different different and for me since they had to come to my 40 year (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) right now am i going to an 80 81 combined in a 80 year no so the eighty year one? The if no, the eight the class of eighty. Oh, okay. Like if there was a twenty 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 and they said we're gonna combine eighty and eighty one, I just said no thank you. I almost said no thank you anyway, because I, I, I didn't have the best experience and memories in South Carolina in my brain, but when I went back, I found out a lot of that was overstated too. Uh we moved from uh essentially an all black neighborhood in Chicago where I was half black trying to prove how black I was most of my life. And then to a pretty segregated South Carolina, we we lived in a pretty white community and there was a couple of black people. I remember Eric in Kings Grant. Yeah. Debbie's next oh, door. There neighbor was one was... family like, like uh, around the corner and yeah, like a, yeah. Yeah. Running taller, taller or... black kid, taller black guy. And yeah. And then there and was a sister. Another... I don't remember his sister. You mean like sister, or I mean <laughs> yes, his biological his, sister. His his sister, yeah, okay. his sister, who was black. Okay. So yes, so sister. So she was a sister. Okay. So. Um, and and it was it was a tough adjustment, and I I really moved there. You know, you're 13 years old, whatever. Starting high school, you're bowing up against everything and everybody anyway in right. the world, and then you move to a whole new environment because when I left I was popular and liked and good at sports and acknowledged as you know this kind of where was your last year of school in Chicago Robert A. Black so Mag- eighth grade at Robert yeah. A. Black yeah and and that was that's a whole that's a podcast for another day but it's funny to look back it was a magnet school and it was the the residue of all the hippies who had their babies trying to create this wonderful magical integrated world and it was good but it's like jones chavez running feather shing lee right you know right right (laughs) when you look at the yearbook right right, it's every it was truly a rainbow coalition And, and but anyway so moving to south carolina again there was some some subtle and some not so subtle racism, and being mixed was tough. Uh, I always dealt with it with a lot of humor, like, "Hey, if we have a race, you know, a race riot, whose side are you on?" I'm like, "Whoever's winning," you know, <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know, man, I'm As Greek. Supposed to not. Like, why would you ask that? Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But it got asked a lot, and and there was a lot of things, and and probably. The underlying thing, which we'll get to later, was it was so much better. I mean, it really was better because I had a really what do you bad mean now? The- just racially and 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 acknowledging and giving the state kind of the country uh-huh. button heads and being, you know, there was this there is the was first post Trump reunion for you for me for I, anybody yeah, yeah pretty much yeah and so I mean there was still you know a political divide right but. I was very happy, and again, there's a couple anecdotes I'll get to later about, you know, how 
they dealt with it and and really faced it and it was it was nice it was good i wasn't i wasn't gonna go and then uh steve hay my buddy steve i don't do you remember steve i do yeah he he's like hey you coming i said i don't know i'm thinking about it and he goes well, i'll get you a room at the marriott with my points i'm like well that kind of makes it hard to help to not go and then yeah. marty you know marty stanton right. yeah and he's like hey you know i got a car for you that you can you don't have to rent a car and i'm like all right and so i talked to shannon about it and she's like well i've never been to south carolina and unfairly this whole time i just had this stigma this i don't ever need to go back there there's nothing there i have friends there uh-huh. they can come see me i don't need to go back to that place that place didn't have happy memories for me a lot of the people did, but the place, the place didn't. And um, she, I said, yeah, let's go. So, you know, I, I called Steve and said, hey, man, if, you know, if you're up for the hotel, that's cool. And Marty, you can set me up with a car. Great friends, Steve and Marty. So, so Steve picked me up and chauffeured me around quite a bit. Marty actually dropped the car at the hotel. So when we got in, because we flew red eye, uh-huh. that there was a car there waiting for us at the desk. And uh, it was it was just that's, really that's nice. VIP. That's yeah, sweet. that was that was nice. Trust me, that was. I walked in. Is my car ready? And they go, Oh, Mr. Lawrence, yes, sir. We have your car. It wasn't quite like. Say it that, again, but... please. Yes, right. <laughs> Should we do that so, whole thing again? I want to walk in. Right, right. Okay. Now, when I say is my car ready, you say yes, sir, Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> just like I did. Yes, exactly right. like that. Again. <laughs> but this time we'll have the camera going, yeah, right. <laughs> so we can capture it. Uh, but it was funny. I remember the words associated uh, on Facebook with Gail Moore, and um, Gail Moore was one of the, the the Trinity, the Holy Trinity of of high school, the upper echelon of crushes with Jenna Owens, Gail Moore, and Kimmy Listack. Those were those were the three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. It's a magic number. The past and the present and the future Faith and hope and charity The heart and the brain and the body Give you three as a magic number Those are all names that uh, that are embedded in my memory. Oh, you've probably never met any of them, but I've told I don't think so. stories. Or, or, or did, would Kimmy listen Kimmy, play yeah, volleyball? Actually, Kimmy come over. I don't know if she played. She came over a couple times. She was... She was uh, she was a better friend than I thought. When I look back at the annual and read, you know, what she wrote, uh-huh. I'm like, I can't believe we were this close to friends because I always treated her as like an associate friend. Like she's on like on a pedestal, and it, right. and it felt like it was a blessing if she came to join us. And she never projected that. That was right. all me. It wasn't. You know, she was very nice, very approachable. All three of them were very nice, uh, very approachable. That happens, but, you know, especially it, like at that age where you can't really separate. Or, or get removed from it far enough to realize that right. everyone's just as full of shit as you right. are. And, <laughs> right. And, yeah. And has as Everybody much has problems. This, right. as, Everybody has their problems. Everybody yeah. has their issues. Because that's my... In terms of people, that's my memory of high school, that age, is that everybody had it figured out except me. Right. Everybody knew what was up except me. Everybody knew what they were going to do the rest of their life. They had their college and their life and their marriage and everything figured out, and I had nothing figured out. And then you realize that some people did, and kudos to them, but most of us, the vast majority of us didn't. Yeah. Nobody did. You know, like, it, it, nobody did. I mean, yeah. some some might have projected it more and, and, it, and yeah. made it and, and had it happen. It, right. Yeah. Right. But... But still, even with that, it's hard to say that they were necessarily, you know, 
following their bliss or right, you know right. or, or you that, know, right that they identified their, their bliss that early and followed it or if they made their reality their bliss or right. at least their happiness yeah right so it's like the difference between i don't believe necessarily all things happen for a reason but i believe that we can make reason out of all things that happen and i think you know what's the difference the difference is man i don't know i don't want to get on sidetrack on philosophical hey okay <laughs> that's the, the bones dif- that's the bones the, the difference is that when something happens in our life uh-huh. how we deal with it is is w- the reason it happened you know how we choose to move forward how we choose to let it stop us or slow us or hurt us or empower us right that's to me that's the reason yeah so, it's yeah. a fine line, but you got to be super smart to understand the reasons. That's yeah, why you or, don't. That's why you reasons, don't get it. <laughs> or the reasons are in it already, and you just they're just revealed to you once you start looking for them. And Maybe. you might you might assign a different value to it, like depending on who you are. Like Jesus made that happen, or uh, karma made that happen, or right? the universe. Or this made is a response to, to something right, that I right, did. Right. I saw with Gail Moore says are you coming to the reunion and she didn't actually say it to me <laughs> i just saw what? that she said oh, it to oh, someone oh, else oh, oh right okay <laughs> and i went oh all right gail's gonna be there so that's a reason to go and then it's an 80 81 so jenna might be there and i'm cool now right, i'm so right, much <laughs> right i'm so much cooler than i was then you want to make someone eat their heart out i i, I want to say see gail jenna kimmy right this is what you missed for sure this is this is what you you could have grown and blossomed with right um i i say that with tongue firmly in cheek and i'm i know that they're very i assume that they're very happy in their lives i think all three of them are married i don't know if kimmy's married for sure i didn't talk to her but i know gail and jenna are both happily married it's just i mean that's the emotional attachment to like our early really um influential uh what's the word i'm looking for impressionable times you know so like those first crushes are just so they have that newness like a new love that's right there's never going to be matched so you have yeah they're going to hold particular place in your in your consciousness in the echelon yeah. yeah so i'm like all right all things are pointed we should go we found a really good airfare we were able to go fly red eye uh, got somebody to work for me on Friday to cover everything. So we're off to the reunion and very glad we did. Very, very glad we did. We caught a flight into Charlotte, Red Eye, and then Charlotte to Charleston. We came into Charlotte and the sun was just coming up through the clouds and it was like, Ooh, you this is for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this happened yeah. for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And the sun was coming up, and and it was it, it, it beautiful. I mean, it was just beautiful. The, the the sunrise through the clouds. Then we landed, and I guess we were a little bit late or something, or we had a much closer thing. And I don't know if you've ever been to the Charlotte Airport. It's gigantic. Huh. Okay, our San Diego Airport. It's small. I think I remember hearing Charlotte building with ideas of like becoming this great regional hub. Yeah, it's a it's a hub. Yep. And so we had oh, I don't know 20 minutes to get from our gate, which I'm thinking all right, in San Diego, you can get anywhere in the terminal in 5 to 10 minutes. Well, this was not. So we're we luckily just took it was for a weekend, so we just had carry-ons, so we didn't check anything. We're 
going through, we're walking, we look up in a sign and it says 14 minutes to gate E and we're in gate A. So we're like, oh, all right. So we pick up the pace a little bit. We must walk two full minutes, 14 minutes to gate E. We're like, what? And so <laughs> we, now we're running. The next sign said 14 minutes. Oh, for Pete's and sake. I'm saying, what is going on? So we're running and running and uh, doing 16 our 16 minutes. Right. <laughs> And then we're going the wrong way. <laughs> no, and and we're scrambling, and it was funny because we got our our both of, we were the Fitbits and everything, and our our watches said you know you got X amount of steps, your heartbeat was elevated for fourteen minutes, right? Or whatever, you right. Know? And we made it to the gate, you know, in enough time. Got there, we landed. Steve picked us up at the airport. Um, this is gonna shock you. He was driving a pickup truck, uh-huh. and. Uh, <laughs> He goes look for the white pickup truck, and I went, "You got to be kidding!" And and it was it was good. He was there. It was great to see him. We were hungry. Flew all night looking for a place to eat. And his wife Nastya, who becomes part of the story later, um, said, "Hey, you should take him to." And she had listed like five places of breakfast. You know, these really cool local. Hey, if you're in town, check this place. Not out. Waffle House, or is Waffle House? One of them? Waffle House is where we went. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was definitely oh, not okay. one of them. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, hey, like they're, they're probably trying to show off too, like you know, exactly the culture, hundred percent. So, and they're like, dude, Waffle House, <laughs> and Shanna had never been to a Waffle House, and never had grits, so we were gonna do the whole uh, grits think? and the Waffle House. I loved them. Grits yeah. are great. <laughs> yeah, I love and grits. I love I grits. So, yeah, and it, another thing, we landed in the airport, and they're playing. I forget the song, but it's like 1978, 79, 80 music. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, they must be doing this for the reunion. And that fleet second, I actually believe that. Right. Then but like, then I realized, ridiculous. wait a minute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. If every single person in our class showed up, that's 700 people. Yeah. And there's 70,000 people in this airport right now. Right. So, right. And there's a couple million between the north and south, you know, right. things. So. And different arrival times right. for different right. people. <laughs> right. There's no way. Somebody was, on the reunion committee had a lot of sway. They did. They did. <laughs> it must have been Jenna. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> she, she made a call. And somebody said, Jenna Owens? Somerville? Okay. <laughs> we got to Waffle House, and we sat down, and Jamie... Our server was lights out. She came down and welcome y'all. You know, y'all, y'all have a seat. Y'all do this. Y'all do that. And I don't know if it's me, but I don't remember black people saying y'all as much. But I I guess clearly they did and Uh do because she was black and she's like, y'all want this, y'all want that. We said y'all in Chicago. And that came from the South. That came. I don't from... remember saying y'all. Y'all said y'all. I didn't say y'all. You said y'all. Everybody I never said. We all I... said y'all. No. Yes. I said you all or. We could ask anybody on the block. We're and, gonna. And they would say we all said y'all. Y'all, come on. Y'all, let's go. Y'all, y'all was all. It was no. everywhere. Upon further investigation, um, yeah, we all said y'all in Chicago. It's genuine in the South, and it's different. Steve was also telling me that that a lot of things you need to learn, like if somebody says, oh, bless your heart, right? they're not being nice. Right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and there is there are some like, other bless little, your ignorant, stupid, right, lacking stupid. in whatever the situation <laughs> right. is. You don't have the capacity to deal with this heart. Right. right. <laughs> and and so, but they didn't say that to us. There, uh, Jamie was awesome, and then we ordered some food. I don't I don't remember anything except that Shanna tried grits, and I remember not. Not liking grits, but not care. You know, grits wouldn't be anything. I don't remember way to eat. It was, yeah. it was just another benign like food. You know, and so I tasted Shanna's, and they were good. Yeah. They were really good. What'd you get? Like, uh, did you get the cheesy ones there, or was that just the butter, salt, and pepper? Butter, salt, and pepper. Yeah, butter, yum, salt, and pepper. Yum, yum. And it was good. Then we talked and caught up a little bit, man. And truly, Steve Hay, what a great guy. And it was so funny because we were just back in high school again. It, yeah, we were we were just cool. back in high school and we both have jobs and marriages and kids and you know mortgages and real life things but we just talked again and, and caught up like we were in high school which is really awesome so he drove us over to the motel we or hotel uh we stayed at the marriott right marriott hyatt i don't know some big fancy that your friend had juice with that steve yeah steve, steve had okay. some some uh frequent flyer or vip something or other that that got us a room and he was they were staying there too for the weekend so it made everything super convenient but we we needed a nap you know we flew all night and we were going to be up late that night and the time change so we're lucky i i we got in got comfortable got a nice little nap in and and woke up and decided we were going to try it we and we didn't really lay out all the plans you know our plan was to get to south carolina then figure it out and what what was like on the itinerary for officially the for the event yeah there was a friday night dinner dance you flew in friday morning morning okay yeah and then saturday night there was a, a social hour i think they called it at the aquarium and then sunday was a uh sign off or goodbye brunch or something which we had to miss because we flew back early sunday we couldn't get a flight a decent flight back sunday day um it was like crazy amount more to fly back sunday evening hmm. and then we want you know you want to get home and get settled because both yeah. of us had to get back to work on monday but anyway so we got we were able to take a good nap we were able to talk to the concierge and uh they hooked us up with some directions and everything and then we made our plans for the day before we get to our plans of the day and our first day activities we're going to go to a sponsor break we're going to thank Alante, Alante Construction, anything you need built big or small, from the border to Oceanside, from the desert to the ocean, Rick Villapondu at Alante Construction builds things and builds them right. Call Rick if you need something built. Let's work. Let's work with Alante Construction and Rick Villapondu. I know you love these musical montages, Rick, so I'm trying to make one out of working. Let's see if you like this one. I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. No. No, I've been working on the railroad? How about a little working in a coal mine? Well, I've been working in a coal mine, going down, down. Working in a coal working in the coal mine or you're not working on railroads <laughs> i know what you are working you're working for the weekend lover boy Everybody's working for the whether you're working in a coal mine or working on the railroad or just working for the weekend rick little will work for you 
Any job you need done in San Diego, call Rick Villapondu and Alante Construction. And we are back today. On the mic is me, Tony, and BJ, my brother. And off mic is Shanna. She's ready in the wings to correct my stories if I get off track. Say hi to the folks. she often does. No, I never do. My stories are always <laughs> right. I thought you were saying which you often which you often do. Oh. Like, she oh. often <laughs> does. It's needed. It's, it's often, not needed. It's often needed. It's never needed and never appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> so You're like, honey, that's just not true. Right. Baby, can I please can tell, I the story? tell the story? <laughs> <laughs> it was blue, it was green. Oh, <laughs> so we decided to go to king's grant you remember king's grant of course and yeah. check out the neighborhood where we lived uh and and really kind of cool it's on the ashley river and and king's grant king george granted the charter for it that was the, the history yeah it's yeah, awesome and, and uh we had what fort dorchester right down the road which we wanted to get to but we missed spoiler alert just you know two days you can't do everything but it was, those are all things we did as kids. You know, we traveled, we did all that stuff. But we went to find the old house and it, we're driving along and I'm thinking I want to go shark's tooth hunting because we used to collect, you know, shark's yep. teeth all the time when we were kids. I still have, there's a box right there actually of shark's teeth. Um, I just gave Valerie and Abby some. What? Yeah. This is just from from the day? From, yeah, those are, that's the box. That's the same Adidas box. That, that totally looks like yeah. the shark's tooth box. <laughs> it, it was, it's my original <laughs> shark's. The only reason it's out is because Valerie wanted a couple to make necklaces. So I, I gave her, I gave her a couple. Or Abby wanted to make them. Somebody wanted to make them. Anyway, um, so the key to finding shark's teeth is you find the new area developments. They dig like the sewage and the plumbing and all those the, for the tunnels and they dig out the trenches. Mm -hmm. And then when they uncover all that dirt, three, four, five feet, depending on how far down you find shark's tooth and fossils and alligator remnants and everything. And so we're driving along and I'm like, oh, there's there's the familiar hills. There's some more over there. And there's trucks and there's now, developments growing. What do you mean now you, that you remember from from shark's tooth hunting back in the day i remember how we found them then or was we just would some drive like, around oh so some new ones oh yeah 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 okay yeah no I, and that like that's where you can find some right right right, yeah. right where they dug up yeah. and and there was trenches and there were just mounds mm -hmm. you know of the dirt so we kind of made a little mental okay we'll come back here we'll come back here we'll come back here and we but we wanted to you know there are a few things we wanted to do for sure see the old house for sure you know do do some of that stuff and and we were hungry. We didn't have any food. And peaches. We heard the peaches in South Carolina are legendary. Right. And I remember. We got a couple Walmart peaches. But, get, get, and they weren't. Were, they weren't that good. Yeah, there weren't any they were from California. Stands. Yeah, we didn't find. Yeah. <laughs> there weren't any roadside stands. We we probably could have been a little more what, no, diligent. When, when was this? What, what time of the year was? It was this? right. It was. Uh, I don't know. End of end of peach season. But it's still peach season was still in. Like, like if you go anywhere, they had the peach uh pancakes and the peach milkshakes and the peach cobblers and everything but i asked steve and he said it was towards the end of of the peach season so but it was still in season we just i mean walmart peach right. section isn't and that's just where we went because we found one and had a grocery store and, and we were hungry. when was it summer this is middle of summer yeah summer as we're driving none of it looks familiar we're driving down this road i think i think it's up here i think it's up there but there's so much development because when we lived there 
on our side of the street was a neighborhood, King's Grant, and there was Dorchester Road, which is, I believe, two lanes at the time. Maybe they ex- they expanded at some point. Was it two two oh two one going one way and one, one yeah. going the other way? Yeah, yeah. and it was it was four lanes with a middle with a median and turn lanes. Oh man, yeah. And on the on the other side across where it was just wilderness was developments. <laughs> Everything. I mean, of course, it's forty years. I mean, yeah. time marches on, but it was it was surreal to see it. But there were still a lot of the same things there, and it was like, oh, I remember that. There was like a. Cummins engines, maybe, or some kind of engine down there. I remember the road. there was, yeah, yeah something. And like then there that. was a couple other places that, as I saw them, I'm like, oh, that was there. Yeah. And then some, some I wasn't sure. So we, we turned into the neighborhood and turned onto the street, and it, it didn't feel familiar at all. You turned on the sword gate? Until we turned on the sword gate. Oh, okay. Because we turned on to. I forget, even forget the name of the street. Then on to Runnymede, which Shaftesbury was Shaftesbury Lane, maybe or? Shaftesbury. That might be it. Yeah, and and then on to <clears throat> on to Swordgate Court, and we saw the house, same color, same everything, looked exactly the same, huh. except no basketball goal, because because the house looked like a face. The garage was the right. mouth, and the bedrooms were the eyes, and the basketball court was a nose. Well, they didn't have a nose, so it had a nose job. Eh. Um. <laughs> And who's the who's the villain with no nose? Um, uh, Voldemort? Voldemort is that Voldemort? Yeah, How's... who is the Voldemort now? It's hey. Hey. Oh, all right. All right, I'm gonna be going solo. <laughs> the rest of the... <laughs> My basketball court is now Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, <laughs> uh, but it was there was nobody home because I didn't just want to walk. Around right. it wasn't. It wasn't. If you remember, it wasn't fenced, and it still wasn't fenced. You could walk into that green area, that common mm-hmm. area. That, as a kid, I remember as being gigantic. Very, I remember very being long way away, acres and you know, acres to the next house. With mm-hmm. a your friend uh, Shannon Mulvey yeah. lived across the green area, and I'm trying to think of who else might have lived across the green area. But it, just, it, it, my memory was you could like you could barely see their house. You yeah. know <laughs> that right. it was you know so far away. And then we had a big volleyball court, you know, between the two main trees. We played smudge when it had that hurricane and everything flooded. Yep. And we played a big game of just tackle football in the mud. We called it smudge. <laughs> and it was so fun and so dirty and yeah. so gross. Uh, so we walked in, not to the house, into the into the side, into the yard. And it looked hauntingly the same. Like we could, well, before we walked in, there was a neighbor. And I didn't just want to start walking around. He was out mowing his lawn. So I walked across and I said, hey... You know, just so you know, we used to live here. I just want to check out the green area and everything. I, you know, don't freak out. And he was super. Most people in the South are really nice. I mean, right. there is the Southern hospitality is a real thing for sure. And and everybody is very welcoming and engaging and everything. I mean, that's that's a real thing. So when people talk about the myth of Southern hospitality, that's not true. It's not a myth. So he was super nice. We talked. He coached football, and we talked about Somerville. And I guess Somerville got broken up into three schools. And where at one time when we lived there, it was the one school and not only the only school with a giant, you know, student body. So they had a ton of athletes, football players, et cetera. Right. It was a school where people would move to to play football. They, right. would, they would relocate. And now that I've been through the whole high school and college football scene and, and all that, I see back in time what was happening. Hey, we'll give Coach Kuda a job so Perry can play, and we'll give. Is that you know, the case? That's what I heard. And and again, 
I would, I'd be really interested to see the timeline. I would too, but I know that happens a lot here in San Diego. It happens a lot all over. You uh, want to? It happens in college too. If you want to get a top college recruit, you hire the dad as an assistant or an adjunct coach, and uh, things like that. But a lot of people came. And Somerville's a big deal. Somerville football was a big deal for sure, and uh, people would move there to play. So we talked about that, and but his school's the smallest of the three, and he goes, "Oh no, we couldn't play with them." Or I guess there's another power school there now. That now we'll, whose school? His the guy I was talking to across the street. Oh, okay. He coached okay. football there, and the guy said there are three schools now, and his was the smallest. But the other school, I guess, is a perennial power. I guess they they traditionally are better than Somerville. Oh, okay. So, and which one's Green Wave? Somerville. Somerville's a Green Wave. The other one. They're oh. called something else. Yeah. That other high school is the Fort Dorchester Patriots, apparently quite successful. This year, they're 5-0. and And this Friday, if I can get this out, today's Wednesday, October 6th. If I can get this out today or tomorrow, come on out Friday because they're playing at Somerville. So that should be a great game. Come on out and support your Green Wave. Fort Dorchester Patriots at Somerville, October 8th, 2021, in case this is in the archives somewhere in the future. Ladson, maybe? I don't know. Ladson. Ladson Heads. The Ladson Heads. That's what I remember about yeah. Ladson. They were the smokers and the drug doers and the... And they wore their pants down because I remember they pulling sagged? my pants down. Yeah, and I remember like, I'm from Ladson. I remember doing that all the time. <laughs> and pull, my, pull your pants down and sag and yeah. They were So they were sagging in the late 70s? For sure. Wow. I that That tidbit had escaped me. At well, least our impression of them. But no, you would see people and, you know, I think you'd see folks and you'd be like, just like you see them today with their pants sagging. You're like, Psh. but I'm pretty sure that, yeah, Ladson, huh. at least. Okay, and I, I remember say, the Ladson heads. Yeah. And I remember uh, that they were very proud. Right. Pot smokers and right. smokers. Rebellion. And, yeah. Rebellionist. Re- rebellious. Rebellious. I think it's the word you're looking for. Yep. Yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> it's gold it's funnier every time so, so we walked in back and first of all way smaller that's i mean it was the same size obviously but it just as an adult it just felt smaller the same two trees were there that we strung the volleyball net across and had many a volleyball game and i mean i remember a lot of trees there uh, were a lot of trees and i remember one particularly big tree kind of in the middle of the green area there were two big trees particularly big trees uh-huh. in the middle i have some pictures have i shown you any of the pictures yet? I, I don't know if i've seen huh. all the pictures of the green but area i'll we'll definitely show you but that, there were two like centerpiece trees which i'm certain are the same trees that were the trees when we were there yeah and i could throw well not now because my shoulder's crap but you could throw a rock from our house and hit the mulvey's house huh um <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah, because I, I just, like I said, I remember it felt like you couldn't even see it. Like you knew they lived there. Right. And you could go traverse the wilderness to get there. And then like to the road wasn't that far because I'm not proud to say we throw rocks at trucks, you know, to see if we can hit a moving truck. And One of the many stupid things. Many stupid. That you're like, 
stupid God, thing. That was dumb. Yeah. You have no perspective. No, none. Of a driver or anything right. like that. And if you hit the windshield or if you hit even the window and it's a truck and the driver gets yeah. Oh, you, ra- kill, you kill people easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So dumb. Don't do that. Stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. And don't use me doing it as an excuse for you to do it. You got away with it. Yeah. If If I touch a stove and burn my hand, trust me, don't. <laughs> Burn your hand. Just trust me. It's going to hurt. So anyway, then uh, we went and we found Marty's house and Ashley's house and Debbie's Organically, house. Organically? Like just by like, go, and like being able to go. Yes. Uh, here it, it is. Sort of. Except Marty's. Marty's was, I'm like, I think that's Marty's house. I think that's Marty's house. But when Marty lived, there was no trees in the front yard. And one of my first memories of Marty, Marty helped me find my way home from school. Like my first day there at school. He's riding his bike around, and I'm walking around. He's like, grade? "Yeah." So he's like, Austin? "Are you? Yeah, or? are you lost?" And I'm like, "No." And he goes, "Where do you live?" And I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like Swordgate Court." And so he would drive, or he'd ride his bike blocks ahead in all different directions, and then come back. Here no, it it's is. not this way. Yeah. Then he found it, and he got me back. So, so you know, even then, Marty was taking care of my transportation needs. <laughs> That's kind of a foreshadowing. He's always been the man. Yep. That's foreshadowing. and But his house was completely empty because he would play. I remember coming by and he was out throwing a football from one end to the other and then running to the other side and getting it and then throwing it back. And then, you know, when I saw it, we would play catch and, and other people would join in. But, you know, that's that's kind of Marty's discipline. His, You know, he's uh-huh. like, I'm not going to let the idea that there's nobody here to play catch stop me from playing catch so i'm gonna throw this ball back and forth he created a game of catch. he created a game and kudos to him his <clears throat> birthday is the day before mine uh he's actually a 364 days older no 300, he's old he's a year and a day older than me he's old i don't know how he made it but he ran a competitive race on his birthday this year like last week <laughs> and i i want to say a 5k maybe i don't I just saw him in a sweaty picture with a number pinned to his chest, and you know it wasn't like a four hundred yard dash. Yeah, I'll do a four. I'll do a forty yard dash. It won't right, be fast. Right, but. I'll get there. <laughs> and so, so that was the one that was hard to find, and it wasn't any of the ones that because I knew what street he lived on, and I pointed at two or three with, and I knew what side of the street he lived on, and I and I pointed at several houses, and then I texted him, asked for his address. I'm like. I don't. I don't think that's it. <laughs> and so, but then he said, "Yeah, that all the trees had grown and they had planted trees." And after and you had learned that, did you have any sparks of memory of like? No, no, of, the house of, didn't of, look of it triggering no, any memories. No. It was so. It was. Do you think my, you have any? I mean, like of being out in front of his house? Yes, absolutely, huh. absolutely. But it was flat, green grass. Yeah, it right. just played. It totally different. Yeah, right. there was nothing to indicate that that. That was that was his house, or there anything that I would remember. And then uh, Ashley's house was the same. Debbie's house was the same. I mean, not the same. The houses had changed, but it was. So super I want to say Ashley's house's front door faced the Ashley River. Is that right? Yeah, but it's it was on Runnymede. And it's so like when you go out of Sortier Court, turn left, right on Runnymede. Past Shaftesbury, uh-huh. and then go to almost to the end. Running Meat ends just past Ashley's house, but and then the river was a couple blocks north of there. If my directions are right, so but if a couple you go blocks away. in front of Ashley's house till it ends, and then take a right, do you get to the docks? No, 
right. You'd have to go to take a go out of Ashley's front door to the right, then turn left on the big connective street. Uh-huh. Then it would lead you to take a right, and then it would take you down to the docks. Which we found the docks. <laughs> That's, That's a trip because that was a lot of. I mean, we spent a lot of time there. Yeah, so we went. We went down to the docks, and it was it was funny because I'm like, you know, and Shannon's like, are there alligators? You know, because I tell her yes. stories. Alligators. <laughs> like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, there were. And so we walked down, and you know, one of the signs: beware of alligators. You know, caution. Blah blah blah. Alligators. Satisfying. It See? was. See, I told you. <laughs> and and then you the got dock, juice was, with the parks department, right? <laughs> Jenna, Jenna set yeah, up right, a, Jenna. a sign. <laughs> Tell us what you need. You need your yeah. alligators? You got it. Okay, cool. you got it. Beware of alligators. We got arriving music for you already. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, we set up the airport. <laughs> so we go down and and check it out. And it's really, it's really changed. There's a lot of personal, I only remember a couple of like personal docks from the houses up along the river, but there were easily a dozen in sight. Um, I remember a handful. I mean, really, the, Dells, the Dells had one, um, but that was further down. That, that was that was further down. Yeah, that was further down. I don't know if you could actually see it from the docks. No, yeah. I don't think you could see anything. From no, the see, docks. I didn't either. And when we got there, you could see at People's, least huh. six or eight, at least six or eight personal docks down the street. I'm sure as that like area grew more and more, it was like as a piece of the property value yeah it's going to be worth River a lot access, more yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. which is badass I yeah mean, like, <laughs> yeah i thought it was pretty badass just to, to to have a boat and pull up to the public peasant dock yeah but having a dock to your, house, your own yeah yeah that's... that'd be awesome so the tree the big tree that people jumped out of and everything it's, it's, still yeah. there um there was was there something in that tree was there a rope on it no there was no rope for sure it was a lot of moss. <laughs> I wonder what's up. I wonder. I th- I, I, I wonder jacked kids, up my shoulder on that tree. I wonder if kids. Alligators. There were alligators, alligators too, and there were times when yeah. we were swimming that we when would an alligator, see alligator would come, come through. Yeah. Okay. There was water moccasins. Yep. Yeah. So as a mother, I would be saying, take that rope down. Yeah. As a mother, oh. you would not let your kids anywhere near no. there, and then I would let the kids go when you weren't around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty much. Wasn't like now. it cement? To like bank on at really low tide. No, it Wasn't was it like, well. There was fluff mud. I remember there was fluff mud, but there, especially the, across the street. The, I mean, across the river. Low, there was a a cement yeah. ramp yeah. that you backed into at low tide, where you draw you'd back your boat into. Um, and that I just went quite like a, more more at the at the tree, like at the tree. The tree was adjacent right the to the drop, right to the the, the, the that yeah, the tree that we used to swim on, swing on. That yes, because that was like two houses down from the Dells. Like, mm, well, maybe. But anyway, the big tree that we saw that looked like the tree that we jumped from, uh-huh. and you know, swung from, and everything. There was a gigantic tree right there with branches. And... It was the only one we saw. So. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that was it to fit the narrative. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> but the dock, it was low tide, and there was tons of little uh, crabs and. Yeah, crustaceans, fiddler crabs, Kill- fiddler crabs, probably. I don't remember what the fiddler crabs looked like. I remember they just the term had one claw fiddler one, crab. Yeah, I definitely saw one a one claw <laughs> crab. Yeah, and, and they look like yes, yeah, so they look like they're shells. lots of crab shells, lots of crabs. The alligators. I don't think they eat crabs. <laughs> I think they eat kids. Yes. <laughs> the, 
one of the first jokes somebody told me in South Carolina was, hi, I'm a wide mouth frog. What do you eat? And the bird said, I eat bird seed. Hi, I'm a wide mouth frog. What do you eat? He asked a, <clears throat> a horse and the horse said straw. And he found an alligator. He says, hi, Mr. Alligator. I'm a wide mouth frog. What do you eat? I eat wide mouth frogs. Oh, really? Now, it's a visual joke because <laughs> you say, oh, really, yeah. with a really closed mouth. So this may not make the cut now, when I said podcast. It, which you can envision, you don't say. So like that's like see, so, so. got to make it better. That's not any better. You don't say. You oh, don't say is better. Oh really? You d- you don't say. Oh oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. None it of it's <laughs> funny without the visual <laughs> exactly. of talking through teeny tiny lips. Yes, very pursed lips. So we, we we did all that, and we, we made some calls, and it turned out that Steve and his wife, Nasia, and Marty and his wife, Charlotte, and Debbie, my old girlfriend from high school, we were going to get together for dinner at one of the fancy schmancy places, Hyman Seafood, really popular. It's funny, we saw at the airport the big, you know, Hyman's quality seafood, and had the, the big glossy mm-hmm. thing, so... We went, there was a 40-minute wait when we called. And Steve, everywhere he parked, he's the worst parking place finder. It, it was like two miles from everywhere. Did not have good parking karma. It was, I'm like, dude, you know I had knee surgery, right? I, I'm, You know I'm 57 <laughs> years old at the time. And he's, he's like, like, oh, dude, take we're us. we're all 57. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not Steve. Steve, Steve was a spry 56, maybe. I don't know. He's Now he's probably the same age. But So we went there, and they and Debbie was actually the first one there, which was good. She had gotten in line already and saved a spot and checked in. And they had a gift shop, on the, and it was hot and humid. And so they had air conditioning in the gift shop. So we went to the gift shop, and like everybody, there's a ton of people who did that. And we went in, and they had this salt scrub that you you'd put on your hands and had all different flavors and everything so i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna try this so i went and tried it shanna's pointing at her nose they're scents not flavors oh scents scents scented yeah scented stuff so i was i was i was thinking flavors for a while like don't eat it you lick it but you can salty good tastes like salt (laughs) but but you you would wash your hands with it, <clears throat> just rubbing the on salt hands, like would a, kind of exfoliate. Yeah, kind and of. and I had never used anything like that. It was amazing. So I'm sitting there talking about how amazing it is, and these people are coming up, and I'm like, hey, feel my hands. You want to know? And they would feel my hands, and they would buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I probably sold five bottles while I was sitting there. That's hilarious. And I'm like, okay, well I have to buy some. And then of course we were in high school, so I'm making Marty feel my hands, and Charlotte, and and Nastya, and Steve, and Debbie, and Steve is like, wow, that does feel good. And as a high schooler would, he's slowly moving my hand down towards his genitals. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> and it was perfect because yeah. nobody noticed it except me and him. That's so funny. we're cracking That's up. Hilarious. And everybody's just That's doing hilarious. nothing. And um, so we bought, we, we bought, a, we did buy a couple. We, we bought a couple. And as it turned out, we couldn't get them on the plane. Because liquid, we only had yes. yeah. Because we only had the and it's we only three bags. ounces. Um, more than I was, was like twelve like ounces, sixteen. Sixteen. Maybe. You you can fly with the sixteen ounces of liquid? No, no you oh. can't. That's the point. Right. We oh, couldn't oh, get it. Oh oh oh. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say the limit is like. Yeah. yeah. I thought we just put it in the bottom of the bag. Nobody would care. It's 
right. sentence though. So that's that's a flash forward to the end of the trip, but <laughs> we we ended up not being able to take it home. And I haven't ordered any yet. I need to I need to order some. But I, I want to get the podcast out because I told Blake from Hyman's that we would get it get it out and get it posted and and be ready. So so we finally get our name called at Hyman's. First of all, it's super uncomfortable because Debbie and Shanna are like glaring at each other and I thought they're gonna fight and I'm like I cut them. Uh, obviously they didn't fight, but it was, it was so amazing to see Debbie. It was so nice. And, and we caught up and everybody was just talking and having fun. And we got seated at the table and the table had pictures of famous people everywhere. I mean, all kinds of famous people. And then at the table where you sat, it would have a a, a thing saying Leonard Skinner sat here, here. Mm -hmm. you know, and each table had individual ones. And then each seat had individual ones like. Leonard Skinner is a whole band. Right. So but it was like Neil Diamond. I got a list here. We started thinking about Jody Foster, Danny Glover. Who sat in your seat or at your table? Yeah, at our table. Uh-huh. And I want to say Danny Glover was my seat. That's kind of what I remember. Um but Bruce, no, Neil Diamond. I'll edit this so it sounds cleaner when we go. Um Billy Joel, Neil Young, Neil Armstrong. We commented on how many Neils. <clears throat> didn't find neil patrick harris but michael phelps adam west so there's a lot of famous names on there and we go up and as you know i don't i don't like to order at restaurants right i leave it up to the server so the guy comes up and i'm like hey i want you to bring me something i've heard good things about this place and you know if you had a friend coming in town what would you bring? What would you tell him to get? Say, hey, if you go to Hyman's, you got to get this. I said, and he starts to say, I said, don't tell me, you know, just bring it. I like, I got a broad palette. I'm easy. And, and I am, I'm, I, I this has been the best thing in my life doing this <laughs> because I try so many new things that yeah. I would never order. And I've never gotten anything that I'm like, Ugh. you know, it's, it's always good. And then it's a seafood place. So I just said, all right, just make sure it doesn't have a face or eyeballs you know, if it's if it's seafood, it doesn't. I mean, they had burgers and steaks and stuff. And he goes, "Okay, I got just the thing." I'm like, "Right on." And uh, Blake, Blake was his name. If I haven't said that, Blake, hope you're listening. Um, so he brought me a dish, a fish, and it looked like an eyeball. And what it had do you a mean? face like on the the whole. It was a whole fish, the whole fish. Okay. And but he said the head was cut off, but it was it was lightly battered and everything. So it was it was hard, it's hard to, to tell. tell. Right. And there was a big black round circle right where the eye should be. So I'm thinking, that's an eyeball. Right. I said, the only thing I said was no eye. He's like, yeah, it's not an eyeball. I said, if it's not an eyeball, eat it. And he says, all right, I'll eat it. And I goes, no, I'll eat it. Just make, <laughs> just make sure it's just, I just want to make sure it's not an eyeball. And he goes, caviar? It's, it's not an eyeball. It's not caviar. It was just... It was a breaded coating, and it was like a chunk of... On purpose. It was purposeful? No. No. Oh, okay. It just... Happened to look there like was an large and small, okay. and the just the biggest one happened to be where the eyeball would be. Right. So I picked it up and ate it. Okay. So now I'm trying to um, eat this fish. It's a flat fish. Delicious, delicious. I should remember the name of the dish, but I, I don't. And flounder? No. Maybe. That's a flat and fish. But could be. I'm poking at it with my fork, and I'm I'm you know scraping things off, and 
And I'm, I said, you know, Blake goes by, you know, how, how do I eat this? And he's like, no, yeah, you're doing fine. It's, you know, just any way you get the meat off, as, as long as it's good, you're fine. And very polite. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah, yes, you're doing fine. Don't worry about it. Can I get you anything else? I'm like, all right. So then I, so I, I pick it up and I, and I like try and bend it and expose more fish and I'm eating it. So Nastya pulls out her camera and starts filming. And so I'm sitting there with this big flounder or whatever in my right. hand. And I'm like, Blake, am I doing this right? And he goes, hey, any way you get get it off, whatever, as long as There's you get bones. the meat. It, there are bones in it, yes. Right. So, okay, so you have to eat goes, around the bones. Any way you get it off, it's you know that, then you're doing it right. And I said, how come she pulled out her camera? Blake, I'm trusting you. You're, Am I doing it wrong? He goes, yeah, you're doing it wrong. Nobody eats it like that. <laughs> like, all right. Use your fork. Yeah. Use your fork. Use your fork. And then, but the bonus was, I used it. It was good. And he came back and goes, turn it over. There's a whole nother side. I turned over. There's a whole nother side of fish. A delicious meat. In yep. that, you did, yeah. that I would have never eaten, eaten. I would have never eaten in a million years. And it was good. We had sides. The food was delicious. Had a few drinks. Now, I was a little concerned. What's that? Shanna's smiling. Shanna had some drinks. Oh, and it grits. That's right. Shanna had grits. grits good. With she had grits for the, like the next three meals. <laughs> Winning. Lunch and dinner shrimp grits. And, and these were cheesy grits though, right? Yeah, the shrimp. cheesy bacon right? shrimp. shrimp. Oh, ooh, cheesy shrimp grits. That sounds good. I had that the other night. I mean, really? Yeah. That sounds good. Um, and I tried her grits both times. Or all three times. And all three times they were really good. Um, so, so Blake, and I'm like, hey, you know. I got a podcast. I'm going to give you a shout out. I'm, I think you. Yeah, I appreciate all your guidance and everything. So I'm going to give you a shout out on the podcast. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah, you know, it's Tony on the mic. You know, check it out. He comes back a few minutes later. He brought up the website. And he goes, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. So Blake, my man, good service. <laughs> great service. Appreciate you looking it up and want to make sure. Jamie at Wobble House, you're good too. Don't, don't feel slighted. You were great. But, you know, Blake was the man. Blake was, he, he told me I was doing it wrong. And that's that's what a good server does. That's what a good friend does. You know, they say, eh, don't do that. Because it'd be easy to say, oh, no, you're fine, which is what he tried to say at first. So then we were going from there. And I think we walked from there the three or four miles in the rain to um, the, the first night of the rain. Oh, that's right. There was like a, a giant like a rainstorm. Like a, it was a hurricane. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the hurricane had passed. <laughs> yeah. And it, but it was it was it wasn't hurricane. I don't want to misrepresent it. It was, but a, heavy it was weather a lot of rain, and it was it, it was yeah it yeah. was the tail end of the the hurricane. But it, it I mean it wasn't at no point where we like holy crap it's a hurricane we're in danger right it was but it was poor yeah Steve was checking on his phone and he says okay we got about twelve more minutes of rain and I'm like what and you know thirteen minutes later stopped raining we huh. started walking. So kudos to Steve and his dorky military grade weather Doppler pocket. Right on. Does he? Does Science. 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 So that's cool. So we but we walked down the street to the reunion. That was to me kind of the most trepidation. I was filled with trepidation at that point because now, where was the reunion? It was oh, at some place. It was a place. Yeah. The reunion the first night was actually at the Hiberian Society on Meeting Street in downtown Charleston. Beautiful place. And as much as I complained, 
I just looked it up. It was 0.3 miles that we had to walk, which was like a couple blocks. I didn't it was know. a it was hall. Downtown. It was a hall. It was downtown. It Charleston? was a few. Yeah, downtown Charleston, a few blocks from Hyman's. Yeah. Oh, it's really, really nice. Old colonial. Pl- I mean, just you know, downtown Charleston is, you know, it's legit. It is. It's really nice. And if you kind of divorce it from the plantation mentality and all that, mm-hmm. it, it really there is a real charm to it. And I and I think it's so. You can do that, huh? I mean, like. Uh, you know, I, I, you're like I love the South. I did. This is my this is my jam. These are my people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's by the same token, and I did. That. I was guilty of that for a long time. I was guilty of attaching everyone who lived there to the worst attributes for of sure. the area. For sure. And you know, except my friends. And it's funny because it is you know like a lot of people like like some racists. They know a few black people, and they 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 really think poorly of black people, except you, you, and you. You know, right. you're cool. I know you. You're not. Right. You're not like them. Right. And that's how I felt about a lot of people in the South. That y- I know you guys. You aren't like them. Right. But they're really bad. And again, that was that was forged in the prism of a teenage mind. Right. You know. Yeah. Who is going through a lot and racially mixed living in the south relocating parents divorcing mm-hmm. you know all that stuff and and so that was embedded and that was that that and it, luckily it, it unembedded fairly easily on this trip it really did everybody was really conscious and aware and you know there'll be a few a few exact examples later but aware of both the history the the good and the bad mm-hmm. and you know and you don't have to throw away all the good to acknowledge the bad right you know and there were some good things well that is going to wrap up part one we're going to split this thing in half and talk about the reunion and stuff later i would be remiss not to give a big gigantic amazing kudos to kim Logue, one of the cool kids from the class of 80 who was the point person and did most of the organization great things don't happen without somebody doing a lot of hard work and kim did all the hard work there was a lot of other people on the committee who Kim wanted me to make sure we recognized. Dee Dee Christensen-Simmons, Sharon Revis-Drosey, Janet Scott Hathaway, Judy Inabanay gray Cynthia Austin-Bell, Twyla Bradley-Turner, Deborah Bueneman, Deborah Poole-Payne, Sharon Grundy-Lynn, Darlene Suzier-Hodgkins, Elton Huggins, Alan and Terry Postel, and Larry Tipper. I'm sure I butchered a couple of those names, but I at least want to make sure they got the shout out for doing all the work because it was an amazing event. It was an amazing weekend and everything could not have been better. It far exceeded my expectations. So I just want to say thanks, everybody. And for those of you who went to Somerville or anyone still kind of curious as to the rest of the weekend, please tune in to episode two, which will be dropping hopefully later today or tomorrow. Tony in the Mesa, the Mesa, outro, 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 outro. And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out. And tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff. 